What's up, Neck Nation? Welcome to another episode of the Neck Roots Podcast. I'm Austin Davis. I'm here with Kyler. This is uh, Kit James' first son right here, right? So right. we're mixing it up today. We're going to do a little interview style today and uh, and talk about uh, some of the things that you went through. Mainly, we're going to focus on overcoming obstacles and uh, conquering our fears, right? That's right. Uh, so uh, first off, Kyler, <clears throat> tell me, what's it like growing up with uh, with old Kit James as your old man? Oh, it's awesome. You know, it's a great, it's, it's been, there's so many experiences, so many things that I can talk about. He's such a great dad, you know. Um, when I was growing up, I, uh, I, I faced like, I faced a lot of hard like challenges in my life and um just being able to be raised by Kit, you know, he he helped he helped me believe in myself and believe where I could go. Um when I I don't know, just like as I was growing up, he always wanted to to give us an opportunity to to do things like, you know, go snowboarding, you know, snowmobiling dirt biking like he he just wanted to give it to he just wanted to give it all to us because of how much he he didn't really have that as he was growing up I'm sure he's talked about that on the podcast but um he wanted to give it all to us and that's something really special I really hold dear to my heart as I've looked back in my life you know <clears throat> looking back in some of the things that I remember is that he's always giving he's always providing and he's always there to to help us um, be better and see a greater opportunity and really where life can take us. Um, you know, I, I couldn't ask for a better dad. And just being able to go on, being able to do the things that I've done <clears throat> really has been a big influence in my life. I've seen a lot of things from how I was raised to how I performed and how I did things and how my mindset was and really who I am. Um, it, it really all comes through my dad and, and, uh, through, through my parents and what they've done. And so, um, it really like that picture right there. It really takes someone special to be a dad. Yeah. Um, and really what I think is what I want to do is just give it all to my kids and always be there for him, and that's what my dad did to me. So that's awesome, man. That's great. And uh, you guys had you guys had a unique experience, right? So you got the dad experience with Kit, but then you yeah. also got you guys worked together that's right. for a long time. Every summer, you guys were doing the concrete company. What was what was it like being with Dad Kit, and what was it like being with Work Dad Kit? Oh man, it's crazy. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, you you gotta love it. You know, that's I think that. Really, when I when I started doing concrete, um, that's where I really decided to really learn how to work, how to work hard, and um, it was always cool because we always woke up super early in the morning and we got to take a ride together down to Twilla or Lehigh or, you know, wherever, um, and we'd always just sit and talk, talk about life as we're going down, um, but just being able to see my my dad work like he does not stop. Like he always keeps on going like all the time. And that's what he taught me is like, what's the next thing? What do you need to do? What's the, you got to go do this thing. Then you got to do this thing. There's always something to do. Yeah. Right. And that's when I was first starting to work, you know, I, 
I was like, holy crap, this is hard. Holy crap, how do people do this? Right? But when we face those challenges, I feel like, you know, there's always something that we could be doing. And when you find that and you have a, a good attitude about it, that's something I also learned from my my dad is he always has a good attitude when he works. Like you think about, you know, work. Some people, I don't know, I know sometimes in my instance, I have a bad attitude. And when I really have a bad attitude, I don't perform well and I don't want to be there and nothing really well comes after that. Yeah. And so when I have a good attitude, that's something I've learned is that he's always positive. When I'm positive, I work harder. You know, I'm... I'm I'm happy to be there. I'm happy to just live life, work, rate concrete, do it. And then you learn. You actually, like, want to embrace it. You want to be there. And that's really how we should live life. And that's from from what I learned about my dad working. He he just loves to work. He just loves he just loves the thing, loves the process of, you know, having that, that good attitude and being there and just being able to get stuff done. Yeah, dude, he's a grinder. Yeah, he he's grinds. He's a grinder for sure, man. Grinds all the time. He grinds all the time, all yeah. the time, always grinding. Well, that's awesome. So, Kyler, we've heard a few stories from your dad about your wrestling career, and you and I, like I've known you my whole life. You've known yeah. me your whole life, right? Um, but we've never sat down and actually talked about the wrestling. So what was it for you? Like, how did you get into wrestling, and when did you decide that that was something that you wanted to do? Yeah, that's a really good question. I th- It started when I was really young. When I first started, I think I was six years old, seven years old, and I wanted to wrestle. I just, I saw this, like, this flyer someone told me about. It, I can't remember, but um, I saw there was, like, this tournament to do to just try it out, you know, to, yeah. like, go to the tournament. So I went to this tournament, and there was, like, other people, they, I had no, like, zero experience going into this tournament, okay? I had no experience wrestling, and... Um, my dad's like telling me what to do and I'm like, what are you talking about? What's a, what's a half Nelson? Like what's a, <laughs> what's a, what's a, Nelson? <laughs> what's a shot? I don't know what that is, dude. Like, bro, stop talking to me like that. And so we, I addressed with all these kids and I lost every single match. And so I was so frustrated. I was so mad, you know, I just had this desire to be really good. And I'm like, ah, we got out of the tournament and I looked over at my dad and I'm like, bro, Yo, I want to look. I want to go. Where when's practice? You know, I when 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 can I be better? And so I started getting to practice, and I started getting to clubs, and I started to get really good. I started to like get really good until I reached the age of I don't I can't remember, um, probably like ten or eleven or twelve, and then we moved. And so when I moved, all my friends were in football, so I stopped wrestling for like a couple of years, like three or four years. Okay. And went to football. And then after football, when we moved um, to where we are now, um, that's when I started getting back into to wrestling in junior high school. And then I started, I wrestled ever since then. Um, and so um, something that when I got back into to wrestling in junior high, I still had some of those moves from the past, but I, I wish I would have kept going. That's something I do regret is I didn't keep wrestling. Um, but yeah, ever since ever since then, you know, wrestling has been a big part of my life so far. It's it's definitely shaped me and helped me learn a lot of lessons in life. 
you know you, you learn a lot because it's a brutal it's a brutal sport it's just you and the other opponent on the mat right yeah you can't blame any anyone else no it's not a team sport brother yeah and yeah. so you you gotta put in the work you gotta put in the effort you gotta put in the practice and it really uh it it shapes you and it, it really helps you see what you can do and what, who you can become and um yeah it's i've done clubs i've i've wrestled out of state in Las Vegas and Colorado and a bunch of other places and um it's it's been it's been a journey very uh, cool yeah so we're talking about overcoming obstacles and overcoming challenges right and i can imagine that at points in your career of of wrestling that there were obstacles and that there were challenges so can you share what maybe some of those obstacles and challenges were and then also talk about you know how did you overcome those yeah, it's a good question. Um, you know, I feel like with wrestling, with wrestling or with any sport, with anything in life, I feel like there's always going to be a challenge. And so some of the challenges I faced in wrestling uh, was definitely mentality, right? Like my my mind and what I was thinking, self-doubt. Those were, those were I had some self-doubt, you know, going into wrestling again. Um, I had uh, just like doubt in myself and like in the match there had been times where I would go into this match and I would tell myself this kid is way better than me I don't think I'm gonna beat him right that's dang that's a pretty that's like a pretty brutal blow and yeah, like that's if, a lot of pressure to put on yourself dude. yeah it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself and really when you look at it that way if you're telling yourself you're not gonna win then you're not gonna win yeah right and yeah. so that's definitely I think a problem and challenge in life is when we face challenges we sometimes don't believe and we doubt ourselves and that's definitely an obstacle I faced is that self-doubt and so um I feel like with that challenge something that helped me overcome that was really having a a different attitude um going into it um I when I had this self-doubt I tried to think about what I could do to control that. And really when I thought about more of what I can do to control that was I could start, I could stop doubting and start looking at what I can do. It's like the small and simple things, right? In the match, um, later on in my, my career of wrestling, I started to look at, okay, there's this kid, and I just thought I didn't even like look up their stats because you can look up their stats and stuff. Yeah, you're going into tournaments. Like our coaches told us not to do that. Just go in there with a fresh mind, believing that you like you're you're excited to be here. This is an awesome opportunity. Let's just go out and have fun and and get stuff done. And so one thing I feel like that helped me overcome was looking at the little things that I can control and can I can do. I can control my attitude on how I view this opponent. If I if I view this opponent as being really good, then I'm telling myself he's really good and he's probably going to beat me. That's going to cause me to doubt myself. Yeah. When I started looking at him as okay, this I'm here. I I've worked hard, looking at all the like little small blessings that I've seen. You know, I've improved a lot. I'm I'm ready. And when I go in there, and I just like get into it. Like sometimes the kid gets nervous too. Like I sometimes I had 
I had my shirt on and you can't really see like my, my like me at all. And when I took you my were shirt, yoked, you I can would, say I, it. You I, were I'm yoked. I'm not yoked. I'm not yoked. <laughs> but I, when I would take my <clears throat> my shirt off, they would get like super scared. And like sometimes we don't view ourselves like that. We can actually do things. And when I started saying like I I can do this, like looking like saying I can do this. I can win this match. I can. I can become someone who I, I know I can become. Then I started, I started viewing myself in a different way, right? I started believing in myself. I started to really put that trust and that faith in all the work I've given and just give it all to what I was in there for, what that match was I was in there, in there for. And so I started looking at little things I can control. You know, sometimes I can't control what he's going to do, but I can control what I can do. Yeah. And so when he was going to shoot, I knew I was going to, I was going to, sprawl and I was going to shoot a single leg and so just looking at what I can control helped me believe in myself and I started seeing a lot of progress and me overcoming that um and so I don't know I guess that's something that I've learned and that I've that I've seen is like looking at how I can control my attitude and my actions and myself and viewing other people and not comparing myself to them. Yeah, I think that's a really important message for for all of us, right? Is is focusing on the things that we can control, right? Because when we start letting doubts and things enter our minds, um, we lose confidence. And we've talked about how important it is to have confidence. Confidence is king, man. Confidence, confidence, and gratitude those are those are king. Confidence in yourself to be able to accomplish something, and then having a grateful attitude. We've talked about those. Um, but when you let those doubts creep in. It erodes your confidence. And so I think that that's a, a great point, Kyler, is, is focusing on the things that we can control and preparing ourselves. Because it sounds like you did quite a bit of preparation, dude. You were, from, from what I've heard from your dad, like you practiced harder. You first one in, last one out when it came to practice, right? You were putting in the time to improve and become better each day. And that's the attitude that you took into these matches. I, I, you know, I'm guessing. Yeah. And and you knew like, okay, I'm going to face this guy. I don't know what his stats are, but I know what I've done. Mm-hmm. I know what I've accomplished in the last, you know, X number of weeks or X number of years, as far as my improvements in wrestling. And I've got this guy dialed. Yeah. Right? It was just, it was that mindset. So focusing on the things we can control. I love that brother. So you also just uh, served a, a mission for your church, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Awesome. How long were you gone on that? I was gone for two years. Two years, yeah. man. That's quite a long time. That's quite a long time to to dedicate and devote uh, time to to serve serve like that. So, share with me what maybe what were some fears and obstacles that you encountered in in uh, in this uh, service that you did for your church? Yeah, good question. And um, you know, I feel like one one thing I, I really struggled with when I was first going in, onto the mission was talking to people really like talking to st- random people random, random people stra- walk up to strangers and start strangers. a conversation that's right yeah like, how are you gonna do that you know yeah. like what what am i gonna say what am i gonna do how am i gonna do that you know and that's something that <clears throat> i struggled with a lot was i was a little bit of an introvert you know yeah and i I knew this was a weakness of mine. I knew that going into this, I would have to overcome that some way, somehow, you know. And um, I feel like that was one of the big ones, I feel like. Um, But also just like um, knowing and 
really knowing what to do and how to be a missionary. I didn't know really what that was when I was going into it, but I started to understand really what that meant and how it applied to what I was doing. Um, and so, I don't know, I feel like the big one of the biggest challenges was overcoming and talking to random people, strangers, yeah. just like putting myself out there, being vulnerable, you know? So those that was a that was an obstacle. And I, what what was the uh, other part of the question? Was it just that so? One? Yeah, but how how did you overcome those? Like, what were, overcome? what were some things that you did to to kind of work past those fears and those obstacles? Yeah, it's a good yeah. So something that I did right in order for us to really overcome something, we first have to do something, right? We yeah. Have to, we have to like we have to be willing to do it. Yeah. And so. When I first started to go out there, you know, I was, like, super nervous. Like, I was literally, um, like, the first door I was going to knock, I was shaking. Like, literally shaking. Yeah. Like, freaked out of my mind. And so, um, something that I, I learned and I did is I, I started, I didn't doubt, and I just sort of, like, full sent, you know? Okay. I, yeah. you know, I knew that this was something I had to overcome. And so I would just, uh, you, you, when you go out on a mission, you have someone that helps you like when you're first starting. And so that person that was, that was there helping me first start my mission, he, he gave me an opportunity to do it. Right. And so I just started doing it. You know, I, even if it was super awkward, I'm just like, Hey man, <laughs> like, like even it was super, like you just got to put yourself out there because when you put yourself out there. That's when, you know, it, it starts to become comfortable, right? Be, when you're uncomfortable, you start to change and you start to grow. And then once once I started to, like, put myself out there, it was easy. Like, yeah. It just became easy. It's just, a, like, a natural part of who I am now. You know, I love talking to people. I love, I love like, con- making conversations and just getting to know people and being able to share something that I love and that I care about to them and helping them. And so... Um, you know, and I think in order for us to really overcome something and really overcome ourselves and our self-doubt is we do have to have a per- a purpose of really why we're doing that thing, you know? I feel like in any, any challenge, any situation we feel like is hard, um, you know, there's a reason of what you're doing it for, but we have to understand why we are doing it ourselves. And so really understanding that purpose-wise also helped me overcome that challenge because I relied a lot upon, you know, God, right? Yeah. I I knew I had weaknesses. I knew I couldn't do this on my own. And I I relied upon God. I just gave it all to Him, right? You know, I just gave it all. I put it all on the mat, is, as we would say, right? Yeah. And when I did that, when I when I really understand the purpose of why I'm here, what I'm doing, I saw complete growth in who I am. You know, in wrestling, I understand why I'm why I'm wrestling. You know, why I, I go to work and I do concrete, why I, I serve a mission, why I teach the gospel. When I understood the why, um, it helped me face the battle and helped me overcome. And it pushed me in a in a place where you know, it helped me want to grow and want to be better and gave me a greater strength that I didn't know I had. And so, like, you know, whoever your God is, he he can definitely help you 
um, overcome that challenge and help you find your reason why. And that's something I, I really know and know to be true is that there's always a reason why behind what we are doing. Yeah. Yeah. And we've talked about that before. So I love that you brought that up, right? The, the why behind what we're doing, the why makes the how so much easier. Right. Yeah. And we've, we've talked about that before. So, and I love, you know, something that I picked out of there is, is, you know, when you talked about this fear of overcoming it, um, talking to other people, people that just walking up to random strangers or yeah. knocking on doors and, Dude, these are these are uncertain circumstances. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Like nobody knows who's on the other side of that door. You don't know what they're going to say. Yeah, it's but, unknown. But what it came down to was the commitment. You just had to commit, right? And and shoot, so to speak, right? Shoot on the guy, so to speak. And as soon as the door opened, you were you were off, right? Starting making that conversation. And so that commitment is so important. I think that that helps us. You know, we get apprehensive in our lives. At least I know I get pretty apprehensive in my life when it comes to overcoming uh, obstacles or or conquering some of my my fears that I have. Mm -hmm. But in order to do that, the first step is, like you said, to do and just make that commitment and just do it. And it doesn't have to be great big things, right? You talked about small things, small and simple things, um, taking small steps. And so that's so awesome. Well, Kyler, I'm so glad that uh, that you joined me on the podcast today. It was good talking to you, good hearing about you. You're just like your dad, dude. You can tell you've picked up all these lessons from your dad and this good attitude from your dad, and he's such a great guy. And so this was awesome. So, Neck Nation, if you like what you've heard today, if you enjoyed this content, please like this video, subscribe to the podcast, share this video, tell everybody about it. Um, we'll bring you more interviews in the future. Uh, but for now... Bless up, Neck Nation. Bless up, baby. Let's go. And by the way, this is the guy that came up with bless up. So, (laughs) let's go. Let's go.